what's up, guys? Welcome to episode four. Episode four of the Interns Podcast. Man, we're, we're getting deep. I mean, every every episode is a surprise from here on out, you know? It's a I shock. feel like that's, yeah, from episode one, it's been that way. Just if we made it to the, the next episode, we're doing something okay. When When our episodes come out on Monday mornings, I am half expecting a text just from Pastor Dan or, or Brad to just say, no. Yeah. Just, <laughs> hey, we're going to yeah, cut we, that. We need to pull the plug and delete. Yeah. Hey, we need to rethink everything you guys do. So, no. <laughs> everything. No, everything. <laughs> we need to rethink our hiring process, <laughs> our vetting process for the internship. Thank you for showing us how a true intern should act. We need you out by the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> what a backhanded compliment. Or I guess a front-handed insult. You, I don't know. You ever hear like the expression from Thomas Edison, like, I found it took me a thousand tries to learn how to make the light bulb. And all I learned was 999 ways how to not make a light bulb. Did he actually say that? I don't know. But, I, you know, it's it's the quote attributed to him. Thomas, yeah. did I say Jefferson or Edison? You said it. You said it right. Edison. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, you said good. it right. Yeah. So we're like the intern. We're the bad interns. <laughs> yeah. Changing the name of our podcast, the bad interns. The bad interns, yeah. Um, well, hey, we didn't. I didn't introduce us. So, uh, if you're listening and you're just popping in, I'm Nate Hicks, one of your co-hosts, and uh, to my left, wherever you are, right, left, center, is, is one of the Brads. Is one of the Brads the better Brad? Oh, no, oh! no, no. This I, one's getting pulled for no, sure. No, it's not. It's not. Um, you guys are both awesome. Um, so yeah, Brad Connolly, how hey, are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. It's a it's a good day today. It's a rainy day. It's a rainy day. Rainy day, which actually makes it a good day because we this morning we're supposed to be outside doing a lot of laborious work, and now because of the rain, it's got pushed to to the afternoon, and it's less laborious work. So sure. So we're gonna do that. So, um, well, great, man. What what did you do this week? Really, I want to know what did you do this weekend? What did I do this last weekend? No, I forget no. a lot of what'd stuff. What'd you do? Mate. What'd you do Monday and Tuesdays? Really? What oh, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Monday, I went to the dentist. That's right. You weren't there Monday. Yeah. What did I, you do Tuesday? Okay, Tuesday I went to the Florida Baptist Convention. Oh, yeah, dude, whoa, I had nuts. no idea. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So the Florida Baptist Convention. What what was that like? What uh, is that for those who don't know? So. This was, it was really exciting. And I would say of like our, our, wow, they're, they're so interns. This would be the the thing that interns do. Um, we went to the Florida Baptist Convention, which if, if you're not familiar with this part of Southern Baptist life, every single state of Southern, of Southern Baptist churches, the yeah. conglomeration, you know, every single state every year holds a conference, mm-hmm. pretty much a convention where they all get together. They hear a bunch of preaching and what's going on in the state, how much money's been given, what numbers look like, um, some really good sermons yeah. and just some like some additional celebrations as well, which I'll, I'll get into in a little bit. But it's just a cool time for a bunch of Southern Baptist churches to get together and to, to celebrate with each other what God's doing in their individual states. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, I think if I was to add to it or maybe summarize it, yeah, there's a lot of celebrations. There's a lot of 
um, hearing God's word preached, um, a lot of really a lot of fellowship of uh, pastors meeting pastors and maybe old friends, new friends, uh, new introductions of just kind of uh, networking and connecting because you got all the pastors or not all the pastors, all the pastors of um, Southern Baptist churches in the state are invited to go. Yeah. Um, I'll put it that way. Not all are able to make it, but most are. Um, It was in Tampa this year. Yes. So, which is like, you know, two and a half hours away from us. There is, there is a portion that's of like voting and business because it is run as a uh, organization in the sense of there's a president, there's a vice president, uh, and there's other roles that we must vote on, other movements. Um, And so that's always fun to kind of hear. Uh, and see, like some if there's anything spicy. This year was there was no, nothing no, spicy. No spice. No spice. It was all pretty bland. No drama, which there is a bummer. A level one out of ten levels of spice. Yeah, spicy. So this is like mayonnaise level. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was. It was. I, I'm bummed that we didn't start this podcast in the summer, and you didn't go, weren't able to go to the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, you know, I've heard the, that can the get nationwide spicy. one. Oh, that was so fun. Yeah, and. I don't know if it has it been mentioned in this podcast yet. Uh we had a lesson on on like gossip. Gossip, right? With the yeah, SLU yes, crew. Yes. With the SLU and well, I SLU for those who don't know this yeah, student, student leadership leader. university that we do with our high school students. Yeah. So like it's sort of like an at-home uh book study yes. and, and Bible study. Anyway, though, we were talking about gossip and it I had a revelation to me because we were like, are you gossips and i would say like no i'm not a gossip i don't i don't really talk about that stuff but nate you brought up you were like brad loves to hear gossip yeah yeah <laughs> brad's a hearer and not a doer or, yeah. or speaker of gossip which you know it, it takes it takes two to gossip yeah so i'm not i'm not innocent your in hands this. aren't clean but, but yeah you're not you're not spreading it it's just guys if you have something spicy to tell somebody Come to Brad because Brad, here's how he'll react. You tell him something, maybe even simple, anything. and he'll be like, oh, "Anything, tell me, tell yeah. me more. Yeah. I need to know." I'm great. I'm great. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like a good hype man. You are. So, yeah. um, the, way off top. Anyway, the the Southern Baptist Convention, the SBC, there was drama there. Yeah, and and you know, they're very serious matters, but. I'm not a very serious person. No. And so they would go up there and and one side would give like their defense as to why they're justified in their actions. Mm-hmm. And then the SBC would send somebody to give a retort uh, per um, like parliamentary procedure. I yeah. think Robert's Rules of Order. And I am just absorbing this stuff yeah, and like it, i'm gonna wrestle so what, match I, and or what I know from the spc so i was put it it was put this way there was 900 and change pastors or churches represented um at the fbc okay yeah let, yeah let's at get back the there SBC, I brought us off. the southern baptist convention which is the nationwide sixteen thousand people uh people yeah yeah uh or representatives from churches yeah and to, so to put that in perspective, you have 16,000 people all with varying uh, degrees of ideas or beliefs. Yeah. Um, none that are oh, well, most that kind of align, uh, but then there's some wild ones. And you, I mean, it, when you get a big group and you go nationwide with any group, 
um, whether it's church or if it's just an organization. You're going to have some some people that don't align very well <laughs> and have some uh, way off the topic uh, and, and hot talk, hot um, beliefs. So, and I've heard that the, there was a few of those at the SBC that I didn't go to, and that yeah. there are. And so it's funny because those people will have to give a defense for for what they think. And then we basically, or the SBC basically sends their top dogs, their most biblically sound, um, almost like the the celebrities of pastorates or um, – Of the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Southern Baptist celebrities, if you can believe it. That's good, yeah. I like that. That wording. And then they come in and they just kind of like, boom, lay the Snack. hammer down. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was like – and it's almost embarrassing for one, the other one. One of them was was painful because it's just it's some rather small church. Uh, the pa- the pastor of the church gives their defense, and then the the SBC just brings in just the heaviest hitter. Um, anyway, so that, that's the SBC. Let's get back to the, the F- just as confusing FBC. FBC. Yeah. Like no, Florida no drama Baptist. there. No drama. But so you went Monday night, right? Yes. So let's dive into it some because Ooh. I have heard from multiple people, yeah, that a sermon was given yeah, Monday was. night and it was literally fire. Literally, yeah, literally fire. Um, so yeah, so to to kind of give a schedule of the FBC, whether you care about it or not, I think it's really cool. Uh, I do want to throw this out there. I think it's funny, uh, and it kind of shows you where we are in um, in church life. The these kind of events, like we look forward to, we love going to these things. This is our first time um, at the FBC, yeah. but even then, it's not. We don't go for the drama, but we really go for like understanding what where where our church is being led, um, where and really kind of hearing what who who is going to be leading us. Where is the the um, the money going for us so that mm-hmm. we can know that we're you know sharing the gospel and and preaching Christ on high to as many people as possible. Um, and so I feel that's kind of cool or funny that that's, that's kind of what, those are our events that we go like, you know, I, I think of like, there's Woodstock and then there's, you know, huge like concerts. And then there's many that are like, dude, the FBC is coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you excited you or You won't what? believe how big this church was. Dude, right? <laughs> um, so sorry, there was a little, little, um, little moment there. But, um, so yeah, the FBC is a four day event. Two, day, two days of it is the pastor's conference, and that is Saturday and, or sorry, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Really, it's one day, Sunday to Monday afternoon. Uh, and that's where it's just the, I want to say it's um, the pastors of the church. Yeah. Go. Um, and then Monday through Tuesday is the um, congregational FBC, which is more of uh, you can send messengers that can be people like us who are interns is where we were able to go, uh, our wives. And then also there's just people, sometimes congregations of church or church members um, that will go for other churches if, if it's not as big of a staff. And you can vote on business. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so Monday night, Monday night, uh, there's two set. There was two sessions on Monday, two sessions on Tuesday. Uh, there was a Monday afternoon, and then we we took a break, came back for Monday night. Monday afternoon was like the startup. Uh, it was great, I- exactly what you expected. Um, and then Monday night happens, uh, and the president of the FBC, um, Paul Purvis, 
he preached, and he preached a, fen- a phenomenal message um, that was just very uh, anointed and um, really just like prepared our hearts for what was happening at the at the FBC. Anointed. Ano- it was anointed, man. <laughs> and then, and then, he with. brings up, after we do a little time of worship, Paul Purvis brings up a buddy of his named Jim, and I'm blanking on his name. We've literally just been calling him Jim yeah, for a few days. Yeah, Jim. And he, he, he's a pastor of um, a church called The Tabernacle in Brooklyn, uh, New York. Is it? Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's a pastor over there. He is not a Southern Baptist pastor. He's, he's preaches or he is a pastor of a non-denominational church. Um, the reason this is kind of, I felt necessary to say that is because this is at a Florida Baptist convention. So it's, we are all Baptists in the room. Everybody, mega, every person, mega Baptist. yeah, every person that he's talking to is aligns with the Baptist belief. If, if we were like, Transformers, this would be where all the Baptists could, could could combine together to make the ultimate Transformer. Yeah. 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 The Baptists. I think you're talking about Power Rangers, but. Maybe. Or or Voltron. Yeah, Voltron. Yeah, there we go. That's Voltron. We're, we are. We are the Baptist the, Voltron. The Baptist that what, Voltron. Okay. That, we're going to end that there. <laughs> we're going to end that thought. So he gets up there, and, and if you know traditional Baptist, uh, and, and this is very, um, you know, 10,000 feet up, and uh, it, it's just kind of the, uh, what's the word? Like, if you're thinking of the Baptist, this is what you're going to think of. Yeah, um, yeah. It's going to be very um, hands in pockets. Uh, when, when worshiping, it's going to be very much seated, um, I would say time oriented, probably, uh, probably drier, drier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe, maybe like more on the side of practical than emotional. Mm, yeah, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, now when I say that, like I said, that's kind of, a that's what you think of when you think Baptist, uh, in, in many senses, you're right. There's there's Baptists that aren't like that, and that's fine. And there's no problem either way. It just is what it is. It's kind mm-hmm. of uh, just the difference. <clears throat> um, and so this guy comes in, Jim, and he, man, he just goes off. And when I say he goes off, like he goes, he he preached for an hour and forty five minutes, hour and forty five minutes. It was the but I was. I was glued to my seat for the entire hour and 45. There was never a moment where I was like looking at the clock. He had so much good goodness to say. And it was all about, um, we need to get back to the New Testament church, the New Testament church. We need to get, we continue to try to look for little things to define how our churches line up. Um, but he was like, man, we need to get back to the basic, which is to align ourselves with the New Testament church, with how Paul told us through the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit how to work our churches. And and basically, we, we made the moment of the sermon was fire because that was his point. He's like, we need the fire of the Holy Spirit. He brought up um, John the Baptist in, in uh, one of the Gospels, uh, made the made the statement of, uh, I baptize you with water, but the one who's coming after me, I am unable to even um, unstrap his sandal. 
he was going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jim was making the, the distinction that he is not saying that there's a different baptism of fire. No, he's just saying that when you receive Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit produces fire within you. Mm-hmm. It is a burning sensation for the Lord. Um, and man, he, yeah, he just, he really, you could just tell he didn't, he didn't care about, um, he didn't care about how people thought about him. He simply wanted people to know Jesus. And he told this to a room of <clears throat> pastors, like people that you're going, you all should and do know Jesus. And if you don't, it's a big problem. Yeah. Um, but he, he came in with the same passion for them that he would maybe to a room of fully lost people. And yeah. that was incredible to see. Um, and his heart was was that of, I want you to be encouraged. I want us to come together, uh, and I want us to serve the Lord the best way that we know how. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and you missed that, sadly. I did. I did. Um, he, was, he was stepping on some toes, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, he held, there was no stone left unturned. Um, he was, he was coming for, he was coming for souls there, man. <laughs> he was coming for souls. Dude, there was moments where I was like, whoa, but I loved it. And that's, that's how I am. I kind of, I don't know. I don't mind the, the pot being stirred. I don't mind my toes being stepped on I when I need it, I when know. I need it. And I think in that room, most of the, most of the people, there's probably a few that, that were very, um, that didn't appreciate it. But I think most of them understood like, man, I needed this. Yeah. He's right. We we've become so uh, bogged down with with kind of secondary things. We need to continue to focus our church and our mindset on making Christ known mm-hmm. to the believers in the room uh, as well as the unbelievers. Mm-hmm. So. But it was good. It was really good. Very cool. Um, <laughs> it's well, it's Pastor Dan was there with with us. Yeah, and oh, it was yeah. me, me, Kate, and Pastor Dan, and so we all we all got to talk about it. So. Oh, okay, okay. It so Brad wasn't there yet. Brad was there. Uh, oh, he was man he was, in the lobby. He, yeah, he had a big job. He was a, yeah. He had a big boy job. So, he, so like when I came in on Tuesday, he was in like the check in registration area, sort of. So Jess and I check in, and what it is is it's above a bunch of college students from the new Baptist University of Florida. Yeah, buff baby. Yeah, the buffers. And they were the Baptist College of Florida. It's where Jess and I graduated from. Hmm. And so they were manning the station for check-in, and Brad was just sort of sitting there. And I was like, what's what's your job, Brad? Supervision? And he said, I have a very important job. I'm the guy that when a church comes in to visit or, or to, like, be a part of this, and they haven't met, like, the qualifications, which... All right, we're just shooting straight here. In the Baptist Convention, you get to vote on ballots if you give to the cooperative yeah. program. If you give to them, which it makes sense because it's basically the 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 sense that uh, we, as the Baptist Conference or whatever you, um, as the collective Baptist group, we give together uh, so that we can continue to push each other yeah. and help each other. And th- there's churches out there that either just sadly are unable to do that yeah. or they don't want to do that, but they still want their ver- voice heard. Yeah, they still want their voice heard. And luckily with the Baptist Convention, it's not the amount that you give. It's just that you give yeah. a proportionate yeah. amount. And so he was the guy that if somebody expected ballots but didn't give, he was the guy that told him, no, you don't get any ballots. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was, was a bad guy. He was like the Southern Baptist bouncer. Yeah, basically. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was so interesting. I did get to hear some stories of, um, not really, but kind of uh, Brad just saying <clears throat> that there are churches that will kind of come in wanting to change things so that then they will give. Yeah. Uh, like maybe they they don't align perfectly with with some of the uh, business or operational sides that that we have um, set in place in our in our um, I don't know in our rule book or whatever you want to call it bylaws bylaws or yeah um, constitution and bylaws sure and so they'll they'll come in and try to change it with but they're not give, they won't give because they don't agree but then they'll come and try to you know, start a riot or start a movement to change things. So then they will give, if that makes yeah. sense. And so those are the people that Brad has to really deal with is yeah. those that are like, man, I, I, how can you keep me from voting? Because I'm going to bring this up. And why would you expect me to give money to you if I don't align with these things? And mm. yada, yada, yada. So, so real interesting. I would not yeah. want his job. No, no. I, I need to work on my backbone a little bit yeah. more. I'm sure it takes a lot of patience yeah. and a lot of grace. Uh, so th- there was the sermon side. I'll talk about my side. Yeah. So so Jess and I just came for Tuesday, um, and it was for a very important reason. It's because Tuesday night, every one of these state and national conventions uh, has an IMB sending ceremony involved with it. And it was like, it was late, man. It was like seven o'clock when it got rolling. And so, like everybody else, all the other pastors, including you, had to go because you had like responsibilities and stuff. But Jess and I decided to stick it out. And if you've never seen one of these IMB sending ceremonies, they're pretty cool. They they bring a lot of like symbolism and also. Real quick, can you can you explain what the IMB is? Oh yeah, yeah. It's the International Mission Board. It's what the Southern Baptists do for foreign missions. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're, like, they're the sending operations of the Southern Baptists. Yeah. Right? I'm probably gonna get my numbers wrong right here, but every single time you tithe, oh goodness, ten percent of that tithe goes towards the Southern Baptist Convention. So like one percent of whatever you give is going to the the IMB. SBC is no, going the, to the SBC, and then half of that is going to the IMB. Point five percent of what you give to goes, your church goes to foreign missions. If you're in, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. So a lot of people actually don't know that. So yeah, anyway, the the IMB has a sending ceremony where a bunch of missionaries who are being appointed go on stage. They give like a brief 10, sec- 10 second talk about themselves, and then they leave. What's cool is is that some of them are being sent to uh, the IMB would call them open countries. It's okay to say that you're a Christian in these countries. It's fine, but then other countries are closed where something bad could happening happen to you if you say you're a Christian. Uh, cl- closed countries. Yeah. And if you're going to a closed country, they put you behind a veil. And you stand there and there's a microphone, but you can't really see who they are. You just see the shadows of them. Like their silhouette. Yeah, their silhouette. And that, what a fancy word, Nate. Silhouette? Yeah. Wow. Come that's on. good. That's... <laughs> Hey man, I'm growing my vocabulary. You see their silhouette. I go to seminary. I've got an undergrad. Come on. Um you see them there, and their their faces are masked, and they're even given fake names. Mm. So there's a screen. It will like this girl will come up and she'll be talking behind the veil, and the screen will come up and it will pretty much just say Amy. 
Europe. Yeah. And that's about all you get. Yeah. You don't know who she is. You know that she's going to Europe, but. Yeah. And Amy is, is mo- more than likely just a false name. Yeah. yeah. No, there's no last name, no nothing else. Um, I know before you said they've done like letters or just be a letter. Yeah. Like X, mm. Europe. Yeah. And it's it's always so inspiring to see God calling people to like share the gospel. Yeah. And then um Paul Chitwood, the president of the International Mission Board, came up and gave like a killer sermon of how lostness is the primary problem in the world and how you know all, all other things end at death mm. except lostness. Yeah. And so it was awesome and inspiring and we get to pray for them and everything after they they step down from the stage so you don't know really who's who Mm. and yeah it was great it was great no yeah i'm i'm sad that i missed it but i'm excited to see it happen at the southern baptist convention as well so that one's gonna be really cool well yeah so the fbc was really good um i think for both sides of us we got to both experience some some really good memories also it was my first time going to any kind of convention you've been to SBC that's first time FBC though yeah um and so <clears throat> it was good to see um and just good to come together with with all the churches cuz we want to talk about this a little bit as we transition um this idea of coming together as churches to represent the church. Uh-huh. Um, and what I mean by that is that uh, there is obviously scripture about having <clears throat> the church and, and the church is mentioned in scripture multiple times, but when, 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 uh, which is usually primarily by Paul. Uh, and when he mentions the church, he's not talking about a church usually, but rather the church, uh, which is all of believers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, as we said, we went to the FBC, which is a uh, Baptist, which is, which is a denomination, if you will. Um, and that's kind of what we oh, hold yeah. to. But we wanted to talk uh, and really want to ask you about what are what is denominations? Why are denominations a thing? Um, can you kind of tell our viewers or listeners about denominations? Do you want my hot takes or balanced Let's, opinion? Balanced opinion to oh, start. Oh, rats. Come okay. on, man. All right. Um, I would say, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I would say at the core of it, denominations stem from different um, different views of scripture. Mm. Um, so I would say there's like primary core, there's primary beliefs, there's secondary beliefs, and then there are tertiary beliefs okay. whenever you break it down. Can with you our, explain tertiary? Yeah, I was about to say with our fancy schmancy yeah. uh, <laughs> seminary education. Come on. Uh, Tertiary is, um, I would call them the if if it's primary, secondary, this would be like thirtyary. Yeah, this is stuff that doesn't really matter, but it's stuff that we have disagreements on. Yeah. I, I I always think of like our view of the end times mm. is tertiary. Like we can have disagreements and disputes, but at the end of yeah. the day, it doesn't really add up to much with like the gospel. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. I think that's a big distinction we need to make because uh, you made the statement of that doesn't really matter. And when you say that, you're saying not that it doesn't matter in the scheme of things. It's good things to think about, but that it doesn't matter at the core of salvation, mm-hmm. which is essential. Yeah, and is what we need to be focusing on. Yeah. So I would say that. Um, I, I guess I won't say all, but most Protestants, the defining feature of Protestants is that we all agree on the primary thing. 
Yeah. That it is it is Jesus alone that leads to salvation. It is faith, not works. Yes. And I would say that, that that's what defines Protestants. That's kind of at the core of as the Protestants. Protestant yeah. 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 Um, and then from obviously Protestant, that's kind of split from the Catholic Church. And uh then even in that new tree or in that new branch, we've had bunch of other branches split off way a lot way yeah. a lot of them and that's where it starts to get more into secondary stuff yeah. and that's the denominations that we're more yeah. speaking of yeah that's a denomination so i would say like um i'm just you know these spicy topics uh mode of baptism hold right. on my thingy right. done. Uh, there it goes cool. mode of baptism mm. so like um Immersion, sprinkling. Before or after. Yeah, all uh, that stuff. Uh, Lord's Supper might is probably one of those that's that's very secondary, but there's mm. a lot of like uh um division on it. Yeah. And worship, like mm. speaking in tongues, secondary. Yeah. Um and that those type of uh, like spir- some spiritual gifts. Yeah, spiritual yeah. gifts and stuff and like that. Where if they're still around or how they should be used. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask you, yeah. Mr. Nate, are denominations okay? Uh, when you say okay, are you saying in just in layman's terms or like in like biblical terms or bi- uh, biblically okay? <laughs> I would say, I would say biblically okay, okay. but um, you know, there's some practicality yeah. there. So I was just tell say, me there, what... there, so just in, in, if I was looking at from an outsider, from a um, lost person's perspective of denominations, makes sense. It just does. It, there, there's, there's a sense from a lot from if I'm thinking just in a worldly way, it makes sense that we have differences, um, and we would like to align with those who are similar to us in our beliefs, mm-hmm. so that there isn't division there. Um, biblically now, I'd still, I'd say my answer doesn't change much. Um, but I think there is an importance to unity that we lose when we, um, when we focus on denominations. Uh, mm. so there, there are definitely, we kind of, we, you mentioned this, most of the denominations that are around right now, uh, and I say most are about matters or, or are distinguished by things that don't truly matter to um, the the main thing, mm-hmm. which is Jesus and believing in Jesus. There are some denominations um, that I'd, I'd say I don't share belief with the main things about, and they, they exist, and it's very sad to me that they exist, um, and they probably think the same thing about us, but it's it's um, it just is what it is in that in that instance, but... With denominations, uh, yeah, I think there is there is a a piece of it that's that is good uh, that we are able to worship together, keeping uh, what we believe uh, to be true at the core of it, um, and being able to worship and celebrate freely with how we believe it is to be um, experienced or expressed our worship to God. Um, that all, that includes worship, that includes baptism, all those things, all those mm-hmm. hot topics, and some things that just are not as hot. Um, but, uh, and, and Jim kind of talked about this on Monday, uh, and I completely agree. And we, we've talked about this as well. 
there when you when you distinguish denominations there is a um a pressure uh to completely not um like completely separate yourself from the other denominations mm-hmm. and not worship with them uh not even accept them as brothers and sisters in Christ and to me that's sinful that's just wrong um Tertiary or secondary beliefs should not make us um, hateful towards one another. Yeah. That's just the truth of it. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times you will, uh, and I've I've been victim of this as well uh, to do this and of of looking at somebody and they tell me, oh well, I'm I'm a part of such and such church, and I hear that it is not a Southern Baptist church or a Baptist church, and instantly I start to almost look at everything that they believe uh, and and, and dissect like, them. You're like, what's wrong with you? Right? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you? Where did you go wrong? Who raised you this way? Yeah. And I'm like, and then you then you look at it and you go, man, you're in the wrong here you're the dumb one uh talking about myself yeah um because yeah it yes while while denominations can be good man they are i think they have been a product for evil uh and and used by satan in a lot of ways um so i mean that's kind of my long-winded way of saying yes but we need to be cautious we need to be careful we need to be understanding Uh, we we need to know that there is a unity and a oneness that belongs to all believers uh, and that does not, that is not about denominations. That is about believing in Jesus and Jesus alone yeah. for our salvation. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that's a perfect summary. Yes, denominations are fine, but we need to be wise and cautious yeah. about our our thoughts about them. Because at the end of the day, we are, we're all under the umbrella of, of Christ and we're all trying to achieve the same goal. And that's Tell the world about Jesus. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So any anybody out there that has friends that are in differing churches, you don't have to save them from it, from their denomination. <laughs> That's not how that yeah, works. You don't have to save them. You don't them. have to be like, well, I got I to gotta get them over here. No, it's just let them, let them love Jesus. Let them worship Jesus. And um, I think actually fun, fun things is I, having friends from denom- different denominations helps you almost see scripture through different lenses. Yeah. Because um, sometimes you might wake up and go, wow, I've never thought about this verse in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not me saying that there, I believe anything different. I, I fully uphold to the things of the Baptist faith um, or the Baptist denomination, just do. Um, always have and probably always will, but. It's great to see stuff like it that. It is. Though. It is great to to experience. I, I have a friend who's very uh, much more, if you will, charismatic, if, if you want to use that word. Um, and so I've had some great conversations with him of, hey, wh- why do you, how do you worship this way? Wh- what's kind of, what kind of pulls you in this way? Wh- what makes you think that this is, this is something that you're experiencing? And so kind of hearing his, his experiences and his, his, uh, Reasons behind that has been really cool. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any other words about denominations? Go Baptists. Go Baptists. Team Baptists. Team, come on. Team Baptists. Vol- team B, baby. Assemble Voltron. Let's go. Dude, if we did <clears throat> a Baptist Voltron. I do not want hey, to think about. The Baptist Voltron would take down any other denomination. Yeah. <laughs> dude, we would. Come on. We're the best. Now I'm thinking of like giant denominational robots fighting. I'm I'm saying it's like though, Pacific Rim, but it's like that's what I'm saying. I think Baptists come up on top. You think so? I think so. I think we're just hard nosed, blue collared, pounded 
kind of robots. You know? Somebody make a video of this. Somebody make a video of Baptist or denominational robots fighting. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we'll, oh. then we'll post it and we'll be like, we made this. <laughs> Speaking of making things. Oh, great yeah, tradition. Real yeah. quick. I do just want to say we're not, I don't want to see Baptist robots fight each other or I don't want to see denominational robots. I want us to love each other. I want us to, I want us to come together as the ultimate robot with Christ as the head and us as the body. Ooh, can we fight a little? No, quick okay. save. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh no yeah transitioning though uh speaking of making things uh when Nate approached me uh about the podcast he literally came up to me and he said hey you want to make a podcast and it was like did it happen two days before we actually made the podcast yeah and I was like oh yeah sure that sounds awesome he's like great I'll buy the mics or whatever um he he said um he goes bro merch merch you want to do merch and i said nate if we get a hundred views on a single video then i'll humor the conversation never thought it would happen yeah yet here we are here we are somehow it's happened twice yeah somehow we have reached a hundred views so consistently thank you very much for whoever has refreshed the page uh, like <laughs> 90, 92 times it's oh, me. no <laughs> no no i'm kidding <laughs> Um, so I, I just wanted to say that it, it happened and we're like, you know, it's, a, it's a hundred views. It's not like it's anything special. Well, no, it's special. Every, to, it's yeah, special, it's to, special me. to me. You're right. It's special to me. So we are humoring the idea of pretty much giving something out, but as a church, it can't be for profit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We just wanted to bring it up. And we're we're looking to see what happens. Yeah, so, so it'd be really cool to see a bunch of people with if, interns. If, yeah, if you stuff. think if you think merchandise or merch is something that you want, come find us. Come tell us about it. Um, we'd love to hear about it and kind of tell us what you want. So yeah, but all right. Well, hey guys, that's it. We hope you have a great week uh, and continue to rock on in life. Can continue to love and follow Jesus. Hey, all right. I agree. Grace and peace. Bye.